The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. You can also get us on The Blitz Facebook page. Find The Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Miss the first hour? Sucks to be you. There's some good stuff. It is one of the odds Wednesday, so when you call, text, tweet, um, whatever you do, put odds on it. Before we get, I know we're a golf show now, and we need to get to our golf. Yeah, we got to But can I just respond to one text about the subject of, Please do, because I need to buy some time okay, while perfect. I pick my, uh, my golf. Um, 832 says, comparing Altuve to Bagwell's first 10 years, Altuve has one year with uh, 400 OPB and three years of 500 slugging. Bagwell had six with 400 OPB and seven years of 500 slugging. I'm a Cards fan. think Jeff was better. Uh, all due respect, Cards fan, uh, you're doing what uh, Daryl Morey accused Lance Zerline of doing. That's data dredging is what we call that. You pick out the things that, that fit your argument. So I'll pick out the things that fit mine. Uh, career batting average for Jose Altuve? Care to guess? Uh, 290-ish? Uh, no, how about 310? Oh, well, that's pretty amazing. Is that good? That's good. Um, and uh, how about for uh, uh, Bagwell, 297? Nothing wrong with that. Very good. Not as good as 310. Uh, can I give you postseason numbers? Sure. Yeah, that's that's where it's gonna get uh, yeah. ugly. Uh Altuve's postseason batting average, three oh six. Theoretically you're facing the best pitchers, right? Yeah. And we we don't even have to get into the um every number is gonna be better because do you know what Jeff Bagwell batted in his playoff career, which mm. included a lot of years. Two twenty six. Oh with an on base percentage of three sixty four and he slugged three twenty one. And that was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine appearances in the postseason. Um, so, I mean, and they both won MVPs, but, and I don't, I, and I, I hate it because people throw water on this and it's not really fair. When he won his MVP, uh, Bagwell, mm-hmm. you know what happened? They cut the season short because of the strike. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what else had happened? He had just broke his wrist and wasn't going to be able to play the rest of the year. Yeah. So he doesn't get the MVP if not for the strike. So, you know, I hate I hate to be that guy, but anyway, that's uh, that's all. I mean, I I, I respect your I, res- I respect your opinion, and I don't like having to explain why Jeff Bagwell is not as great as somebody else because I love the guy. All right. You just love him less. Well, I mean, Altuve is my favorite. And, you know, I, I, I was going to make this joke, and I'm not, but if the pitchers need sticky stuff, all they have to do is rub Deshaun's belly. <laughs> Sorry. That, that was an unnecessary joke. Uh, you forced that in. Uh, yeah, well, so did he. No. He didn't. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. All right. Uh, I, yeah, and let's and I don't even want to th- throw in the argument that Bagwell and Biggio were probably on roids, and I don't think Altuve is. So, all right, let's do this. All right, I think I got I think I got my guys picked out here. I'm uh I'm nervous because well, we might want to update those who you know don't realize we're a golf show. The US yeah, oh, we are a golf week. show. Please, please explain to them what's going on. Uh, so the third of four majors of the four major championship. Uh, tournaments is this weekend the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, playing the South Course. So we are going to go through and pick our uh, our six team our six team members. Yeah, we've we've done this for the first two majors. Uh, Aaron, do you have the results of those first two majors? Uh, we had Trash Can Banger winning number one, uh, Buzzer Wear winning number two. Okay, and Fred and I came in. Uh, you guys did not win. 
both times. Okay. Yeah, well, the U.S. Open is the real one. This is the one that counts. Now, now we're getting serious, right? Yeah. Th- this, this, and the Open Championship. Those are the two that really count. Yeah. Hey, uh, there's a couple guys that are I'm not seeing on here. Who are you looking for? Uh, I'm looking for your buddy John Rom, who you always pick. John Rom's number one. He's at the very, very. Oh, okay. Top. That's why. I'm, I. Uh, all right. Good. Anybody I'm, else you need? No, that's good. I was just I think I'm ready. Okay, let me hit the uh, the old random generator here. Randomize. And Aaron AJ Fred will be the order this week. So, Aaron, good luck to you, sir. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with uh, my buddy Jordan Spieth as my number one pick. Okay. Uh, that's a terrible choice, but okay. Uh, I'll go next. And I will take. You know what? He was so poor. He missed the cut last week. But all he does is show up for the majors. I'm taking Brooksy. Brooks Kepka is going to be my uh, my top pick. All right. So I, I get two here. You get two. I will take the guy who always lets me down, Bryson DeChambeau. And I will take John Rahm. All right. Fred's taking the two favorites on the board. Yes. Uh, I'm going to take Tony Finau. Ooh, I like that one. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to take... You get back-to-back here, Aaron. Yeah. I'm going to take... Let's see. I want Colin Morikawa. I had a check mark by him, but okay. I guess you can have him. And I also want Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed. I also had a check mark by him. I think you've been looking at my notes. That's unfortunate. Okay. Uh, I will take Paul Casey for my third pick. Okay. And so, Fred, you get one more from the top tier. Um, That's the top twenty-five in the odds. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a guy that uh, whose last name kind of lines up with the fact that I can't get laid. I'm gonna take Patrick Cantlay. Cantlay. We're okay. There we go. Yeah. Right above Tony Finau. I got you. I got you. All right. Uh, so that brings it back to Aaron. You get... Uh, Doesn't Fred get to... Don't I get to go back? Oh, to yeah. Back? Fred yeah, does get back to back. back through the snake. Um, First choice of tier two, Fred. Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, trying to find out where my guy is. Uh, gosh. I'm going to take... Uh, No, the guys, these guys are all too far down the list. I don't, I don't have a good number two here. I should have, uh, I, 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 I should have taken Victor Hovland in hindsight. Wait, is he is he in the two? No, he's a one. Oh, he's a one. I'm gonna take uh, Christian Bizundenhut. Oh, that's a good name. I had to. I had to. Yeah, I, like the guys that you always take in this tier: Adam Scott, Justin Rose. They were all there. I know. I passed on them. Interesting. I, I have to change things up, man. Okay. You're trying to spice things up. Bubba Watson was in that tier. You passed on him. Yeah, well, I still got one more of those, right? Or no? no, just one of them. Uh, okay. So. Charles Hoffman you passed on. Yeah. Who's the Ill- illegitimate son of myself and Charles Palillo. Uh, yeah, I bet that hurt Palillo quite a bit. I'm going to go with Joaquin Neiman for my tier two guy. Joaquin. All right, Aaron. Uh, he's burned me the first two tournaments, but I've got faith. Adam Scott, I'm taking him again. Oh, you're a dope. You are a dope. Okay, and who are you taking from uh, Tier 3? Tier 3, I'm going to take... I hope you don't take my guy, because I only have one check mark in Tier 3. So, you, like, if you take my guy, I'm screwed. I have a feeling I'm going to. Dylan Fratelli. No, you can have Dylan Fratelli. Okay, Dylan Fratelli. Uh, where is he? Yeah, I'm having a hard time finding. Thirty-five thousand. He's what? Thirty-five thousand. Fourth down on the the second tier or the third tier. That's in the you no. Know, you you took a guy from the fourth tier. Ah, oh, crap. Yeah, you you jumped ahead. Now well, that's my fault. Uh, okay. Well, I mean that means you guys both get to go through and take the the third tier better than I do. So. Uh, well, I'm I'm taking Matthew Wolf from tier three. Fred, how about you? Um, I can't. Wolf with two F's, by the way. That's pretty cool. Uh, is that the one that starts with Stuart Sink at the top? Yes. 
I uh, I will take uh, Francesco Malinari. Okay. I think it's Francesco. I'm calling him Francesco. Mama called him Francesco. I'm calling him Francesco. <laughs> All right. And who's your last pick for anybody else on the board? Who's your long shot? Uh, I I cannot find him on here. Is Where's Terrell Hatton? Um, I missed him. Is he higher up? I think he may be higher up than you believe. Hmm. Okay, but I've heard that name kicked around as a good option this weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know where he is. Yeah, I don't see him either. Aaron, did you, can you find out where he would be? Because if he's in four, that's who I want. Yeah, I'll go look up his odds. No, he, he's plus thirty three hundred. He's oh, okay. in, he's in tier one. All right, I don't know what he's doing up that high. Give me uh, Henrik Stenson. What's his odds? He's thirty five thousand. Okay. So, yeah, he's down there. Henrik for Fred. And I'm going to take Chan Kim with my final pick. Uh, Aaron, you get a choice from Tier 3. I am taking Matt Kuchar. Ooh. Don't it's mess. another another power failure. Don't mess with the cooch. All right. Well, there we go. There's our teams. And we'll have, uh, we'll have John Granado. We'll have... Uh, We'll have Will Doctor's opinions on these things later on in the program, I suppose, and we'll find out which one of us will win the trophy. I mean, I, I'm on. I'm well on my way to a grand slam. Yeah, it ends this week. I've won the Masters. I won the PGA, and here I am, yeah, probably I, the favorite to win the U.S. Open. Uh, I'm going to go with you. Beat two bozos in both of them. That's it. There's well, there's nothing to be proud of. Guess, listen, you can only beat the field that you play, right? And, and I, I will I will spoil it. I kind of want you to win this. Honestly, so I, I'm playing the course. Not, I'm, I'm not playing well, you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm playing the course. I kind of want you to win this. Because you know I need money to move. Well, that, and then I could I could crush your dreams in the British Open before you oh, leave. Oh, no, that's impossible. Because that, that one, you know, I, I know more about uh, Britain than you do. No, you don't. I, well, I think I do. No. <laughs> we spent the same amount of time there. You yeah, just, you just wear shirts from there. That's all. I, I, as a lifelong two-year Chelsea <laughs> fan, I think I know more about England than you. So there. Are you a Chelsea fan? No. Are you a Man U fan? No, I'm a Zeppelin fan. Uh, who isn't? I'm a Beatles fan. Who isn't? Just saying. You, you need to come up with something unique. That's all the big ones. Well, yeah. You don't even like Tyson Fury. So am I. You don't even like Boris Johnson's hair. No, I, I don't. Do. I like Boris Johnson. I'm a Leon Edwards fan. How about that? Uh, okay, you can have that one. No one cares. <laughs> All right, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. I want John to. T- I know John heard our teams. Yeah. I want him to text me and let me know. No one can t- John gave me a name this morning, and uh, and he said he, he a guy he told me I should take, and I didn't take him, and I'm I'm probably going to regret it, uh, but he says that. Louis Oosthuizen well, is, a, is a name to watch. That, that was a guy I wanted to take, but he was uh, I I couldn't find him on here. He was in tier one as well. Okay, that's why I couldn't find him because I was looking for him lower down. Him and him and your guy Zalatoris, he also tier one. But I feel pretty good about my tier one guys. Yeah. So I I mean I don't, I what are you going to do? So basically, like all the people who are giving us tips were giving us tier one guys. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we weren't supposed to talk to experts and get tips. I thought we could do our own actual reading research, but not ask. I didn't use the tip, but you still asked. We were having conversation. Yeah, I, I didn't. Did I draft Ustizen? No. no. Did no, I draft Terrell him. Hatton? Yeah, I couldn't. So there. You know what John told me to do? He said take take the guys who aren't like the the long ball hitters. Yeah. Don't, a- he, he was like, don't take Bryson. Uh, don't take these guys who are out there bombing because the, the U.S. Open is setting up this course to punish you if you if you miss the the fairways. Yeah, it's so, like all on cliff. There's like nine of the holes are on cliffs, apparently. Where if it's just like you overshoot a little bit from what I my cursory reading is, it's in the water and you're or and they've also what they've done is they've tapered the rough, so the rough is worse closer to the fairway and shorter further away from the fairway, which that seems. See, I they're making I, it too hard. I like big hitters out of the rough because they got a better chance of getting the ball to the green than the the little guys do. Okay, so that's my theory. Listen, 
your theory against my theory against Aaron's. That's all that matters. Uh, yeah. And uh, I don't even when know I, I say have a theory. when I say my theory, I just mean what I heard smarter people say. I, yeah. I don't really have my own theories. Oh. I just listen to the theories of others and then pretend like, yeah. oh yeah, that's my theory too. Yeah, I, I want to make it clear that all of mine came from a friend of mine who's a golf writer. Okay, so I, I yeah, it's like anything else. If I don't know something, I consult someone who does. Well, that's the way it should be, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know, you could probably play fantasy golf on there. I'm guessing you you probably can, uh, guys. I got to tell you about underdog fantasy and this is a really cool new deal and but you can, everybody's playing daily fantasy now you can play daily fantasy there every kind of daily fantasy you can get there at underdog fantasy but also they've got year long and they've got the year long where you don't have to put in all that work uh there's no waivers there's no there's no trades you just draft and forget it best ball style you uh you draft your team in a 12 team league over 18 rounds and you just add up the highest possible score in your lineup each week. So if you got a, a guy who balls out, but he was on the bench, womp, womp, don't have to worry about that here. Uh, it's the it's the best way to like take flyers on riskier guys, and you can be rewarded, you know. And and then they don't hurt you on the days that the the real live coaches don't put them in the ball game. Uh, the 21, 2021 NFL season is already live, including the Best Ball Two tournament. Best Ball Mania Two is the largest tournament in fantasy football. Twenty five bucks to enter, and ironically. If you sign up today with the promo code radio and make your first deposit, you'll receive a free $25 in bonus cash. So just like that, you're already in that tournament. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. Register with the promo code radio and get that free $25. Terms and conditions apply. Big gap between us and the game. In the next life, I'm trying to stay paid. When I die, I put my money in a grave. When I die, I put my money in a grave. I really got to put a... This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. Jacob says, baseball is America's black eye. For over 20 years, it's been dirtier than boxing. Google Little League World Series cheating scandal. Jackie Robinson West team. Listen, the, here's the problem. I don't care. I know. And, hey, I hate to break it to you. Yeah, baseball's a cheater sport. It always has been. Boxing is a cheater sport. It always has been. Horse racing, which I love. Guess what? Cheater sport. And peop- the whole thing is just don't get caught. So, you know... It's not understanding why no one picked Mickelson. It's his backyard, plus the only major he hasn't won. He sold his soul to win the last one, is my reasoning. Uh, and he was tier two? Yeah. Like last time you were able to get him in the last tier? I'm, yeah. not, I'm not paying that that premium that Phil just won a major premium. No thanks. I can't believe none of you guys took Jack Nicholas. I took I, a lot. I, of, I, I wanted won to, a lot of majors. I wanted to take Tiger. But, he was, I couldn't find him on the on the hmm. book either. So, uh, and and guys, you, please stop trying to make your case for Bagwell. It's it, at this point you're just it, it's kind of pathetic. It really is. And you know you're you're just picking. This is this is why these things are dumb. You're just picking out the stats that fit your argument. And I picked out the stats that fit my argument. You don't want to buy it. I really don't give a rat's ass. It's fine. I disagree with you. That's great. You can go to your grave thinking he was the greatest player that ever lived, and that's okay. Oh, look but what you, I, you can stop now because the the thing's over. Look what I've just found. Right, what ranking the U.S. Open field one through one fifty six? All right, let's hear it. Let's, hear, right. let's Let, hear who has the highest ranked team off of this. Okay. Uh, well, John Rahm, who is the the highest odds or the lowest odds guy taken, is number. Two on the list. Okay. So that's a pretty good start for you. That's for Fred. Two. Yeah. Um, Bryson DeChambeau is all the way down at 21. Okay. Even though he's the second shortest uh, on the odds list. Uh, Brooks Kepka. Where is my guy, Brooks? Um, uh oh. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, he's third. Okay. He's third on the list. Okay. He's plus 1,800. That's good. Uh, 
Jason Cockrack is fourth on the list, and none of us took him. No one took the Cockrack. Um, the next guy down the list is Jordan Spieth, who uh, Aaron took with his first pick, and he's 24th on the list. And then Cantlay is the next on the odds. That's my guy. 15th on the list. Okay, so that, that's, that's fair. Finau. Sixth, that's pretty good. Not bad. That's a good. That's good value. Yeah, Patrick Reed, eighth. So that's some good value for uh, for Aaron. I'll take that. Uh, Morikawa is twelfth on the list, and Paul Casey, who was my last. Oh, Paul Casey's number one on the list here. Really? Well. well Where's Christian Bezadudahut? Hold on, we got to. I got to go to Adam Scott next. Oh, okay. Um, Adam Scott <laughs> is twenty third on the list, which that's that's not bad for your second tier guy. My second tier guy, Joaquin Neiman, is forty fourth on the list. Okay. And what? How did, I got to figure out how to spell your guy's name. I'm just going to type in Bez. It's, yeah, there's not Christian Bezudinhut. Yeah, seventy first on the list. Okay, that's not good. They don't think much of him. Uh, your guy, Francisco Molinari. Yeah. 90th. Okay. Um, Matt Kuchar, 63rd. And Matt Wolf, ooh, 100. Mm. That's the worst one yet. Well, you probably you haven't got to my last guy yet. Fratelli, 90, 97. Okay. Although this is odd because it goes 97, 98, 99, and then it has Fratelli again at 97, hmm. and then Matthew Wolf at 100. So he's so bad that he's in there twice. So he's like 99 and a half, actually. Yeah. Uh, Stinson is 96, and Chan Kim is ooh, 33. That's the value play right there, Freddie boy. Hmm. Chan now, Kim. okay, who was, who was doing these power ratings? That just I don't curiosity? know, some random guy. Oh, okay. Uh... Jason Sobel. He's just, he's a guy I know. Oh, okay. I don't really know him. No. But he's a guy, he, obviously, if he made the list, he's got to know. Hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. You think random yeah, people he, just, you think random people just make lists? You think random people just throw together mock drafts and say they're a mock drafter? No, no one does that. People only make a <laughs> list. <laughs> uh. Make a list if they're serious. <laughs> Y'all talk about the cheating allegations coming out for other MLB teams. I, I feel like we spent enough time on that today, but um, but I'll recap it. it, it so what? I mean, it, it's it, everybody knows it's been going on, and I don't I don't know why anybody's surprised. And it doesn't it doesn't take your Astros off the hook if that's what you're. Oh, look, everybody else is doing it. That that's been a bad argument all along. They got caught. They got punished. End of story. Is it any different than these other teams that didn't get caught? Yeah, because you know what? The Astros held up their hand and said, yeah, we did it. And then they turned rats on each other. Yeah. So there. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Now, if, if it, it, it was all this stuff was bound to come out at some point. Yeah. There's too many, there's too many rats. That's a problem with baseball. Baseball's got too many rats, you know, and it, it's it's like they wait till their careers over. Oh, now I can get some attention. At least at least Mike Fires, even though he's a complete rat, did it while he's still playing. Yeah, that's true. I give him that. Although has he played since? He doesn't. He doesn't. Not against the Astros. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, I. It's just it's a cheater sport. There's a lot of cheating in sports. It's just whether or not you get caught. And yeah, did did the Astros thing? It, the punishment was fair. Frankly, I think um, should some players have been suspended? Yeah, but they they weren't going to be able to do it. But I will just say, did it get more attention in the media than it should have? Absolutely, all these things do. It's like uh, Deflate Gate. And somebody says, I say bleep it. Let them use roids. Let them use sticky stuff. Might draw people in. That's what Deshaun thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I I'm I don't care. Use all the roids. That's your body. And yeah, you know, this this is why it's so inconsistent that everybody made a big deal out of this Astros thing, 
And Gaylord Perry's career was being a spitballer, and he's in the Hall of Fame. So why is it that you honor one of them and you rip the balls off the other one? Doesn't make any sense to me. And why Clemens and Bonds can't get in doesn't make any sense to me. It, you, you can't pick and choose which cheaters you embrace. You either do or you don't in that case. Oh, but there's there's something kind of uh, glamorous about a spitball. Is there? It's got spit on it. What's glamorous about spit? It's charming cheating. That's what I always hear. It's charming cheating. Okay. Like there's good, there's good cute ways, fluffy ways. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the Astros way. Three or three says, "Funny thing will be if Mike Fires is caught for cheating as a pitcher." I, you know, guy threw a no hitter. Was he probably using uh, Watson stuff? Probably. I like to call it the tack. Yeah, I, I think all sticky stuff from now on is going to be Watson stuff. Uh, not sure about that. Uh, what kind of what kind of break do you think that ball will get? <laughs> just wondering. I'm just wondering. Uh, I'd say no. I'm not going to say he's got a puncher's chance. And uh, that, would, that would be terrible. That would be that'd be poor. It, it would be awful. Uh, you know who does have a, a, a well? I would say maybe even more than a puncher's chance is our hometown boy Jamal Charlo taking on Juan Macias Montiel. That is going to be this Saturday night, Juneteenth, down at Toyota Center. And tickets are still available, if you can believe it, toyotacenter.com. And if you can't get down to Toyota Center, that's all good. Live on Showtime, beginning at 8 o'clock Central Time. Uh, If you don't know Charlo, this is a guy who has really become one of the the best fighters in the world. At at any weight class, 31-0, 22 knockouts, the the WBC middleweight champion. He's a two-division champion, in fact. Uh, And... He is taking on a guy in Juan Macias Montiel who is a dangerous dude. Uh, 22 and 4, 22 wins, 22 knockouts. This guy is looking to take your head off. And he's a 27 year old Mexican guy uh, and just coming off a win over James Kirkland, who was a title contender not all that long ago. Several fights on the card, so you if you if you want to get out for a good night of fights, you can do it at Toyota Center. Tickets are available at toyotacenter.com. Of course, you can watch it on Showtime. That's Jamal Charlo versus Juan Macias Montiel for the WBC Middleweight World Championship. Tickets on sale now, toyotacenter.com. Listening to ESPN 97.5. I don't blame you, Don. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. You know, you just heard A.J. talking about the fight. How about we send you there? How do you feel about that? Maybe we should get uh, Will on before I do this. Oh, okay. This Saturday, June 19th, Houston's hometown undefeated WBC middleweight world champion Jamal Charlo takes on hard-hitting Juan Macias Montiel live from the Toyota Center. Right now, it's your chance to win tickets for you and a guest. Let's go with uh, caller number 5 at 535. If you don't win, make sure to catch all the action live and in person by getting your tickets now at toyotacenter.com or axs.com. So there you go. We have that giveaway. Um, I have two of those. So I got another one I'm going to do Ooh, later on. I'm going to do another one in the 6 o'clock hour. And then sometime before 6, I've got another giveaway that has nothing to do with boxing. It has something else going on. So there we go. It's too late to give away the whiskey uh, stuff because that's today. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be fun. I mean, it's four roses. It's whiskey. Yeah. Aaron, are, are you hanging around for that? I, I mean, go, you'll be working a little bit. Late hits. But so. you'll probably get a little whiskey yeah. in, huh? I hope so. Yeah, I think we'll probably uh, make sure that uh, both Patrick and Aaron get a little whiskey. Aaron, and Patrick's probably going to be a little bit depressed after his, his aisles yesterday. Well, it's just one sports match game. Yeah. Well, and it's not. it ain't over till it's over is what they say. And... While I'm no golf analyst like like Will Doctor, I, my my analysis of that game yesterday was pretty much spot on. So, um, 
It just, it, it, it I think now going back, uh, and it a lot depends because uh, the Owls goalie got brained yesterday and, and went out in the first period and then came back and he, he didn't look quite the same when the when the rush came. So I need to see what's going to happen there. But I would lean Isles and under for game three just as of today. That could change. So I still got to run numbers on it, but that's the direction I would go. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. All right, well. We'll take a phone call while we're waiting on him. How's that? Matt, go. Hey, what's up, boys? Sports, boys. Hello. Hey. How you doing? We're doing sports still. What's going on, man? Man, I just wanted to call and say, uh, I believe it was you, AJ, that uh, the other day you were talking about how if, uh, <laughs> if you're the only one who got caught out of your group of friends back in the day, you were... <laughs> Don't be the B word and rat out the rest of your friends. Yeah. I was so proud of you at that moment. I had to pull over on the side of the road and basically like give you a round of applause. If I could have given it to you in person, I would have given you just a big old bro hug. Thank but you, sir. It, it was a highlight of my day. Well done. Um, well, but now, sadly, this news has come out, and now everybody's uh, everybody's wanting to, to, to snitch on everybody. They want everybody else to get in trouble with them. It's so stupid, man. Like, how do they not think it's going to come around and bite you right back in the ass? Like, oh, yeah, no, we won't figure out who did it. We won't figure out who ratted us out. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Right. So, props to you. And, uh, man, love the show. And, uh, we'll play a little curveball here. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, I'm, I'm from Dallas. And, uh, I tried to get on board with the Texans, but, man, that's just wow. That's, a uh, that's a bag of cats right now. So uh, I was just wondering what you think about my Cowboys this year. How, how, how are we going to do? And other than getting rid of Jerry Jones, what do we need to do? Well, Jerry Jones didn't go on anywhere. Yeah. I, and, it, and I think a lot of what's going to happen this season depends on how Dak comes back and how that defense starts to round into form. I mean, they've got a lot of work to do there. And, and Dak staying healthy for a full year would, I mean, is, is a must, right? Yeah. That's, um, that's something we can spend more time on later. Let's get to, let's get to Will Doctor. Our guy, Will Doctor, the new the newest podcast star at uh, pregame dot com. Will, how you doing, man? Hey, sports boys. Uh, did you get any feedback yet on your uh, on on your initial uh, initial pod? Yeah, I, I'm getting some good stuff. It was, uh, um, you know, it was, uh, me and James had a had a had a great uh, episode. Uh, you know, in the coming weeks, we'll 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 be recording on Sunday or Monday. Have a little bit more time uh, before the tournament. Uh, to get your picks in and, and obviously kind of further discuss those on social media throughout the week. So uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be a great, it's going to be a great little show. And you can find that wherever your podcasts are. On, on, it's in the RJ Bell's Dream Preview feed. Uh, so if you if you follow RJ on uh, on the podcast links, you could you can hear Will and uh and and the, the this I thought it was a really good sort of a breakdown. Uh, of this tournament and you guys went you mostly you, you spent a lot of time on the favorites but uh there's there's gold in them hills if if what you're saying to tyler tyler just came in and said there's some guys that you were talking about that that weren't on any of our radars uh that, that you feel like maybe picking the guys at the top uh to win isn't the way to go this week no it's, it's certainly not and and i heard earlier uh, you know you're talking about granado saying that uh you know, the rough actually is getting longer down the fairways. The, U- the USGA has set it up so the rough gets longer uh, down the fairways. So basically what that means is someone like DeChambeau last year um, at, the, at the U.S. Open kind of just took driving it straight out of the equation and realized that he could just bomb it and then kind of hack it out of the rough and still get away with it. Uh, that's not going to be the case at Torrey Pines this week. You're... Uh, you know, y'all are exactly right. Rough is going to be long pretty much throughout the entire, uh, you know, throughout the entire fairway. From tee to green, rough is going to be extremely long. Uh, so distance really, it, it's not going to help much this week. Uh, I, when me and Tyler were talking, you know, he, he asked for, uh, you know, we were talking about which lineup he's going to go with. And, and, and first tier, I really like Patrick Reed, uh, despite Bryson Brooks. Um, all those guys being at the top, I, I just think, 
it's really it, it's a it's really important to put a huge emphasis on on driving the ball straight this week. So uh, Aaron ended up with Patrick Reed, I think, as his is his second or third pick. Uh, so he, he he actually looks like he's found some value there. Fred got the top two guys on the board uh, from an odd standpoint. John Rahm and Bryson. You you don't think that Bryson is the way to go this week? What do you think about Rahm? Who's the? I mean, at a thousand plus one thousand. I mean, he's he is the favorite, kind of a a really strong favorite. Yeah, it, it's tough to to not like John Rahm this week. He, he would have won the Memorial by by ten shots uh, had the PGA Tour not not screwed him over. Um, you know, Fred's lineup looks exceptionally better than the than the than the previous weeks. Patrick Cantlay ended up being the eventual winner of the Memorial, and Jack really put an emphasis on setting up Murfield Village like a U.S. Open, kind of just without the the distance. Uh, you know, grew the rough out, emphasis on hitting fairways and greens. Really tough, uh, really tough to chip the ball out of that rough at Murfield. Torrey Pines going to kind of going to present the same factors. So, uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't think Rom or Cantlay are necessarily bad picks, but I, I certainly feel like DeChambeau and Rom take advantage of their distance and put less of an emphasis on hitting the ball straight. Um, you know, as far as a consistency standpoint with y'all's uh, lineups, you know, once again, I'm going to put I'm going to put AJ in first just because uh, you know he's all the steady Eddies, and I love Matthew Wolf as the as the as the fifth pick. You know, as high as the rough is going to be this week and, and as bad as Matthew Wolf has been struggling, uh, you know, just from looking on the tee boxes at Torrey Pines, uh, you know, it's a very wide view. You know, there actually is not that many opportunities to just flat out lose your ball. And I think that's really going to free up uh, Matthew Wolf. And uh, he played plenty of college events at Torrey Pines. There's, uh, the Big 12 travels a lot to the West Coast. Uh, putting on Poe doesn't have to deal with Bermuda. Uh, greens, which you know the grain plays a huge factor in, uh, but I, I certainly like AJ's lineup. I'm not sure about Chan Kim, despite his uh, 23rd finish in the in the PGA. Uh, but overall, you know, Paul Casey, a, a top 10 machine. Uh, see now, one of my one of my picks for for to finish in the top five this week. Uh, but certainly, I'll go AJ, uh, Fred, and then I'm going to round it out with Aaron. Uh, Adam Scott, Matt Kuchar, and Dylan Fertelli. I think, uh, I think, despite their ability to hit the ball straight, especially Kuchar, it's going to be a tough week for Scott and Fertelli. So this this week we left off some of the big names: uh, Dustin Johnson, Xander Schauffele, uh Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, Victor Hovland. These guys all left off. Did we make a mistake leaving some of these guys off our teams? No, absolutely. I I, I don't think so. Uh, you know, I I don't think JT has had as much hype as maybe he should uh, this week. You know, he you know won the players, uh, and that kind of is, has gone really far under the radar, I guess, because of COVID or, or I'm really not sure. But JT's, a, you know, JT's another good pick out of the favorites. You know, he's had two top tens at this tournament, his last four starts, um, and his top 15 in the world over the last few months from tee to green. Uh, if Justin Thomas can just putt well on, on the Poe greens, then – I got to see uh, what his luck of the draw was because uh, basically, if you if you start later in the day in California on those Poe greens, the greens get so beat up by the early wave that it, it can you can really just you know get unlucky. But if you can find it with the putter, uh, you know we could be talking about a PGA Players U.S. Open trio form. So who's the uh, who's the winner in your mind? Who's who, who's going to win this tournament this week? And if you had to pick one guy. You know, if I had to pick uh, one guy, I, you know, I I really like, I really like Patrick. Uh, you know, my my outright pick is Daniel Berger at fifty to one. I I think he's really been been trending in the right direction, and I I, I think it is his time to win a major. Uh, plays a really consistent cut off the tee uh, that really doesn't get impacted much by wind at all, and. Uh, you know, not not the best putter on tour, but like I said, uh, you know these Poe greens don't have any grain. So you know, putters that aren't as good, guys like Daniel Berger, Colin Morikawa, uh, it's not going to impact them as much. Uh, you know, all, all these guys can putt, uh, and I 
I'm going with Daniel Berger at 50 to one. What, so, like, let's say for for a guy like Daniel Berger, if we want to say he's going to be uh, he's going to be top ten, top twenty. What? So, if we if we don't like fifty to one to win, how much of right. a drop off is there if we say he's going to finish top ten or top twenty? Yeah, so you're not going to be getting. Uh, you know, I, I'd have to double check what his top twenty number is, but I I, I would take uh, top ten. You, you're you're kind of losing value in that top twenty spot. Uh, because, I mean, it, it, it's golf. Nothing is guaranteed, but there's certainly more value, and, and I think his his chances of finishing top ten are, are, are very high this week. So uh, tell people about, besides the podcast, where where we can hear you at, and, and tell people a little bit about uh, the the guy you're working with there, James Ledbetter. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I get, you know, first off, you can you can find me on, on PGAtour.com. Um, I contribute a lot of content uh, throughout the week. Um, you know, you can always you can also find me on the Charlie Epps Golf Hour uh, every most every Saturday. Me uh, kind of flipping in and out, but I will be on this Saturday to discuss the halfway point of the of the U.S. Open. Um, we we just do a lot of golf news on there and uh, have some fun guests. Uh, and who I'm doing the. Uh, Podcast with pregame.com with his James Ledbetter, and we met in high school at IMG Academy in Florida. Uh, he ended up playing collegially at Arkansas and the and uh, Florida Gulf Coast, and he's actually still, uh, um, you know, still playing, uh, still playing weekly as a professional golfer, and uh, you know, we we have uh, you know outstanding chemistry, and, and between the two of us, a lot of knowledge. So so we're looking forward to delivering y'all uh, some great. Uh, picks on the PGA Tour. Who's a better golfer? Uh, he is. He is. He hits it about 330 yards. Oh, uh, he he outdrives me about 40 yards. He's an uh, extremely talented golfer and uh, uh, you know, an even greater conversation. So pretty much what you're saying is once once he makes the tour, I'm going to have to find a new guy is what you're saying. No, I don't think so. He he uh, He's really looking forward to doing this and, and hopes he can do both. Oh, okay. Well, cool. That works for me then. That's uh, Dr. Intern, Will Doctor. Appreciate it, man. Uh, I'm glad you've, you've, you've picked me to win both times. This is the third time you've been my good luck charm so far. If John Granado agrees with you, then it's almost a lock that I'm going to go into the Open uh, next month with a chance for a Grand Slam all in one year. I would be the first person ever to accomplish that, I believe. Yeah, absolutely, especially the, uh, you know, the, the four majors in a year Grand Slam. You know, Tiger did it. But uh, his, his last one carried into the following year, so it, they call it the Tiger Slam instead of the Grand. This slam. would be the they AJ Slam. They have the Grand Slam. Of course, yep. it could also just be that you're being a Deshaun Watson masseuse because the guy gave you a job. No, he no, he's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no bias there. No. Yeah, just just uh, watch out for the sticky stuff. It's just facts. Is all that's all he's saying <laughs> is facts. All right, Doc. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next next time, bud. All right, sports guys. All right, man. Uh, Got a giveaway. Like I said. I would do just announced the progressive rock bands Coheed and Cambria and the used are making their way to Houston for their 2021 live tour. So at five we'll take caller five at seven, one, three, seven, eight, oh, three, seven, seven, six to win a pair of tickets to see Coheed and Cambria and the used with special guests. Meet me at the altar on Sunday, September 5th at Cynthia Woods, Mitchell pavilion tickets go on sale this Friday at ticketmaster.com. And in all seriousness, I, I pick my last three guys based on names for the most part. So, uh, obviously, uh, the only one, because I had heard of Henrik Stenson. Yeah, he's, but he's a famous golfer. Bezidenhut, I mean, who could not pick that? And Molinari, Granada would pick that, right? Molinari. Yeah, exactly. You would. Yeah. So uh, I, I do, tr- I'm just kidding, I do trust Will. Uh, Will's analysis a lot more than mine. All right, right I got to tell you guys about Carbock. You know who I trust? Carbock. That's who I trust when I'm drinking beer, when I'm drinking ranch water. It's what, if I'm looking for a good lunch, I trust Carbock, man. I just do. They, they. They never let me down. They always fill my belly with sweet nectar and sweet food. Uh, guys, Carbox got something for everybody. From crisp and refreshing and easy drinking like the Love Street or Crawford Bach uh, to the hoppy things like Hoppadillo or Rodeo Clown or Light Circus. They've got tons of great op, op, uh, IPA options. Uh, and then they've got some the ranch water in four different flavors, more flavors to come. 
You'll get in on that eventually. I'll, we'll let you guys know when they when they get those things ready to go. Uh, but also, you can get some beers down there at the brewery that you can't find anywhere else. So you go in, you have yourself a good meal, have yourself a steak or a salad or a burger or a pizza or the Korean fried chicken or poutine, delicious food, and get some of those beers that you can't find anywhere else. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Remember, the fire, go to carbachbrewing.com uh, and check out the fireworks show that they're going to be doing on July 3rd, not the 4th. It's the night of the third. They're going to have a big fireworks show. Check them out on social media for details on that. And when you're out and about, grab yourself some Carbot. This is The Blitz. Don't you get it? On ESPN 97.5. Snoop Dogg and D.I. Guess who's back? You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. I still have one more giveaway to the fight. We'll do that in the 6 o'clock hour so some of you can stick around. Um... 346 says, I want tickets to the fight. Thanks, guys. My first time winning Enjoy. on the show, and I'm super excited. Loyal Blitzer for life here. Well, for five you know, five more weeks. <laughs> Six it, weeks at it, least. Yeah. Uh, that, that, hopefully, you'll stick around. We, we Hopefully, we'll have a good show. I don't know. I have, I have no idea. It may be a lousy show. It may be a great show. It may be great, yeah. Might be better. Mm. If that's possible, right? Uh, Possible. I, I, I don't know. It'll be different. Probably less belching. Yeah. Whoever does it, they'll probably be more professional than I am. Um, you know, but other than that, I don't know. I don't know. There'll be much different. All right. Let's do the Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. All righty. We go to, of course, Florida. Where a uh, Florida woman uh, and her girlfriend got into it. Florida woman A pummeled her girlfriend. I saw this. Apparently, the girlfriend was talking in her sleep about an ex. Not wise, guys. Responding to a late Sunday evening 911 call from a neighbor who reported a fight in progress. Cops contacted the 21-year-old victim at the apartment she shares with Alexis Talley. Her 23-year-old girlfriend. The victim told police she was asleep in the residence when she was awoken by Tally, who told her she was talking in her sleep about an ex. What do you think she was saying? <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like yeah. that. Uh, no, she was probably singing that song. I hear the secrets that you keep when you're talking in your sleep. Oh, yeah. It's from way back in the day. When you're talking in your sleep. I kind of... I, I'm, I'm sorry, but... The people really well. Obviously, this one did because she's a Florida woman. Uh, who gets pissed off over that? I mean, it's not like you control what you're talking about in your sleep. I mean, I mean, I mean, if she's that's like if you say, man, you, but there's some things that you'd rather keep to yourself. Like if you have a, uh, if either of you had a, a sexual dream about someone other than your wives. Hmm. I mean, not since before I was married, but yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but since you got married, you'd never dream about no, that stuff. No, never. If you did, you certainly wouldn't tell her about it. Even though, I mean, you can't control what you dream about. You've got no, you've got no say over that. Well, but so, would you, I mean, but she would still be upset about it. Fairly or unfairly, that's to be determined. But you've got, you've got no say over what you dream about. Well, it's just like when your wife has a dream that you did something stupid and wakes up and is mad at you. Yeah, I don't like, like that I'm either. mad at what you did in my dream. Okay, well, that's a you problem. You know, I, I have a lot of weird dreams. Usually my wife's not in them. Ooh. And it's, and there's not like other women or anything. It's just dudes. No, it's nothing like that because I don't, I don't dream about sex. I dream about very weird things, aliens and airplane crashes and tornadoes. 
And uh, for some reason, meeting Danny Ainge and having him bitch at me for something I said on the air. I, I have I, just very strange dreams. Uh, anyway, the uh, Tally acknowledged arguing with her girlfriend after hearing her sleep talking. She claimed the dispute was only verbal and not physical. As for the victim's injuries, Tally said they were sustained during a previous disorder and not from tonight. Oh, so she beat her earlier. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so she's facing an enhanced felony charge for allegedly punching her girlfriend. According to court records, she's also been convicted of marijuana possession. So DUI eh, happens and disorderly conduct. She's 23. She's getting, yeah. she's getting busy. Yeah, she's racking up some points here. Additionally, Tally is currently facing a felony marijuana possession charge stemming from her arrest last month following a traffic stop during which deputies found two baggies filled with pot in the vehicle she was driving. Why don't, why don't we still care about pot? That, you know, but that's, that's Florida. None of our business. No, not my problem. And that is your Zadok Jewelers Gem of the Day. The Gem of the Day. It's the Gem of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gem of the Day. What if your woman dreams about snake wine? Do you confront her? I honestly, I don't know that I've ever heard my wife talk in her sleep, but I wouldn't really pay any attention to it because she's asleep. Yeah. What can you do about even, it? Yeah, even if she's give it to me, big boy, give it to me. What are you gonna yeah, do? I'm not there. Yeah, not much I can do about it. So. Somebody says, sounds like she's about to have a new girlfriend in prison. Yeah, I, I think she might be in the yeah. ne- next season of Orange is the New Black. All right. What is this? <laughs> Selena. Why are we playing Selena? Yeah. Dreaming of you. Oh, dude, I gave you the song to do. Yeah, this one's there better. Part- no, it's not. No this is way. horrible. Oh this my God! Oh, you're about to get canceled for that. Uh, I don't care. I don't the care. song blows. Oh, I want to kill myself listening to this. Let's just go to break. I can't take any more. It's the Blitz <laughs> on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. ESPN 97.5.